everybody welcome back to dr love it's your boy dr love out here broadcasting from the great state of florida as usual and i'm here with my co-host oh it's your boy coach crush out here in good old lawrence kansas we're we're representing the LFK. jayhawks over here yeah yes sir lfk you know we're we're having a blast we're we're dealing with construction to all my kansas city people it's never ending but you know, we're, we're getting through it. Hey, I mean, I can empathize with that. So down where I'm at, we have um, pretty much any time uh, when you're driving on 275, the north-south interstate, if you're driving between the hours of 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. or about 4 p.m. to 7.30 p.m., you can forget about getting anywhere quickly because it is tough. They've got construction going on. You got the Orlando exit. It it's a disaster. So that's why I'm sometimes glad I work at home. Very nice. Very nice. Your boy's still commuting, but hey, you know. Yeah. It's like that. It's soon like enough. That. I mean, I think the projected timeline on this construction was like what? Like well into next year, so <laughs> so we yeah. got some time. Oh but, yeah. But hey, um, well shoot. Well, welcome back, guys. It's been I feel like we say this every episode, but it's been a little bit of a minute. Um, you know, we've been we've been crunching and calculating some numbers, and we've been doing stuff here and there. But we're back. We we're back, and we're and we're actually dedicated to being consistent this time. Like last time, like those were all like kind of jokes, but now is like for realsies. You know what I'm saying, Ben? Yep, I totally do know what you're saying. And just to be a little bit transparent with the audience. Wednesday nights, you're going to be able to expect an episode uh, just looking at what you guys liked and going back to the formula that worked for us, uh, looking back and seeing how we had consistent weekly content. That was when we had the best audience engagement and when I feel like we were making our best stuff. So we're trying to get back to that, keeping it simple for now, expanding as we go, not trying to bite off more than what we can chew. Um but with that being said, we, we just want to say thanks for tuning in. Uh, also, I guess we could call ourselves professional podcasters now because uh, we just officially made our first $10.50 oh. from you guys listening uh, and through our Anchor sponsorship. So shout out to you, Anchor, for, for paying us a little bit of money um, and for you guys, the audience, for continuing to listen and support. Yeah, no, I mean, in just some context for that $10, like, it might not sound like a lot, but you need to make $10 in order to even pull out the money. So, I mean, if you think about it, that's a massive dub. We can, guys, I promise you, with that $10, we will get a Big Mac meal at McDonald's, and we'll post about it. So, stay tuned for that. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. So, just wanted to throw that little... uh... (laughs) That little nugget out there before we uh, go ahead and dive into today's episode, which brings me, Coach Crush, to something that I have been tracking. It's a story that's going around the internet right now. Oh, Uh, do tell. I'm buckled in. This story broke yesterday at 2.37 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. So this is a story that's just about a day old. 
fresh off um, the press, man. And, and here, yeah, hot off the press, we, we're running into a little bit of a, a dramatic situation with a relationship. Um, so, so here we have here. I'll, I'll paint the picture for you. Um, the headline of the story is man applauded for ruining brother's life on wedding day. Now, <laughs> that's a loaded oh, title right wow. there. Wow. So there is so leave. much to unpack in that one statement. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. So it, here, here we go. So this is off Reddit. Um, really just an incredible place. If you've ever been to Reddit, you know exactly the type of people I'm talking about. It's, it's a great community. You get some very wide-ranging opinions. Good, good stuff there. If you're you get board, you get the best and worst of everything on Reddit. Absolutely, it truly is a, a good representation of where I think our society is. Um, <laughs> but but without further ado, here it is. So, um, so it commenters um in, in on Reddit were divided after essentially a man was told that he ruined his brother's life after telling the groom that his ex-girlfriend had tried to contact him the night before his wedding. So the post is here, and I'm going to just read the original post just so that you guys have a little bit of context. So here, here it is. So... The original poster, the OP is is telling his brother. Um, so the OP is his brother's best man at his wedding. That his toxic love of his life, in quotes, ex was trying to get in touch with him the night before his wedding. So here, without further ado, here here's the post, and here it goes. Sorry, I suck at writing. Please forgive in advance. My brother started dating quote mary when he was in sixth grade he's 25 now to show how long this has been going on to say that he and mary were toxic together is an understatement we have we know they have well over a decade of torturing the crap out of each other to say they have broken up and gotten back together well over 1000 times is another understatement Oof, that's that's tough. Um, that's not, that is not good content. <laughs> not but... a good start, but it, it no. keeps getting worse. So my entire family would go through the roller coaster ride with him, and we'd always see him date a really nice girl. Then Mary would get back in touch with him with promises of, mm, shall we say, different incentives, and <laughs> he would dump the nice girl and be right back into Mary's arms. Oh. It's been about two years since their last breakup, and he met a girl named Carly, who is literally the best. We all love everything about her. My brother finally went no contact with Mary at the same time he met Carly and has had two years of relationship bliss. They got married on Saturday. My brother says he blocked Mary on everything, and I am inclined to believe him since it's been two years since her stench has darkened our doors. <laughs> Okay, Dang. that's tough. Man, he's using like some <laughs> he, like Stephen King level literature. Oh yeah, here. he's not holding back. So we had a very low key bachelor party on Friday that we where we played poker and smoked cigars. At about eleven thirty, Mary texted me and asked if the wedding was really taking place. I said yes, and to not bother him. 
She said to please let him know her heart was breaking, but she'd be his personal bachelor party if he was so inclined. Oh, man. Oh, This is no. not good. I can see where this is going. So, all right, it's it's almost done Wait, here. So, but Mary texted the brother. Mary texted the brother to oh. tell his brother who was getting married, hey, my heart's breaking, but if he wants essentially a private show, he can have it. Um, so he, the post continues to say, I didn't say anything to my brother that night, but on the way from the ceremony to the reception, I made a joke about Mary contacting me and you could see the blood drain from his face. All he said was thanks. Well, later in the evening, Carly caught my brother in the kitchen of the reception place on the phone with Mary. They had a huge fight. And while they tried to put on a good face for the rest of the reception, it was cold as ice for the rest of the night. My brother came over now and said that I ruined his life by telling me that Mary had gotten in touch with me. I guess he and Carly have been fighting nonstop since Saturday and there's talk of canceling the honeymoon. My brother totally blames me and says I should have known better. Was I in the wrong for telling him that Mary was trying to get in touch with him? And that's that. Oh, okay. There's a lot I want to say on this one. Um, first of all, do I think the brother is at fault for saying that to him? Um, yes. I, do you think so? I, I'm going to say yes, he was at fault. And I, I get that that might not be a popular answer, but he didn't ever need to open his mouth and say... To, to his brother that Mary had gotten in, in contact with him because he knew that the wedding was literally happening. The, I mean, the reception was that night. Like, what do you expect? It, it's your, your little brother, your brother's gotten married, mm -hmm. he, your family's there. He's trying to enjoy his night. Why would you wait? Even if it was a joke, which I get, why would you tell him then? Why does he need to know at all, to be honest with you? Like, I mean, if you know how toxic this girl really is, right? why do you need to even bring it up at all? You should have just left it alone. Yeah, you know, I think in this situation, given the full context, the brother probably is in the... Because I was leaning towards actually the other direction, but when you think about it, there, here's a, here's, there's a couple different factors at play, right? So on one hand, you have like... Any sane person should like should not be in a like super shouldn't be in a toxic relationship. Like any sane person shouldn't be. But we find ourselves kind of in these situations where oh, I just can't keep going. Like I I can't stop my, myself from going back. And and it's like when you know when you know someone who's in that kind of emotional state and who has a track record of doing that kind of stuff, then. I can. I feel like you should be able to put two and two together and say, if I tell them this, who knows what will happen? I right. mean, because I mean, he kept going back to her. He, if it is true that he went back to her so many times, it's like, what do you? Yeah, what's best case scenario? The night of his reception, you're telling him like, oh, and by the way, that ex that you've broken up with and gotten back together like ten thousand times. Oh, she hit me up. Right. Like, it, yeah, like it, it would be one thing if because like I can even think of a, of a situation where let's say I'm talking to a friend of mine and 
they had a girlfriend and they broke up and it's but it was it wasn't some like weird toxic like back together and gone like a ton of times in that situation i think it'd be a little different if you told them because it's like well clearly they don't have the tendency to like just be emotionally volatile like this like they can like cut it off and say no right but I think seeing like seeing this happen for literally year. I mean, like you said, since sixth grade for de- like over a decade, like, like, bro, you should know better. You should know better. Yeah. But, I, but I with agree. that said, actually, with that said, though, even though I do think the brother's at fault, I don't think it's he's fully at fault. I agree. It's just as much on the actual groom. Yeah, why was he on the phone with her the night of his reception? Like, okay, if he really had blocked her on everything and was totally over it, why would he even, like, even after learning that information, why would he have been so affected by that? Like, dude, you're literally married to a different girl. Like, at this point, it's time to let it go, you know? And not to mention, though, it's like, and even if you do struggle in the area where like like in toxic relationships and going back to a person even in that situation like you should as a man and as a person have better judgment to say i know how i am i can see like looking at a mirror i can see what i struggle with and even if you have those like okay having an urge and having a temptation is different than actually acting out on it you know what i mean agreed yeah agreed. and it's like if you don't have any self control in, in that situation, then to be honest, I mean, I don't want to say that there would be problems later down the road with the current marriage, but it's like, who's to say, you know, it's like, who's to say? Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I think that, um, I, I have a hard time with a couple aspects of this story. Like, obviously I think the brother shouldn't have said anything, shouldn't have opened his mouth, but at the same time, This does also fall, like you said, on the groom. The fact that he thought that the reception would be a good time to get on the phone with his crazy ex. I mean, not a good look. It's a real lack of judgment to me there. Like I, I, it, it also calls into question, does his current marriage to Carly have the legs to really last? Like I, if you're that uh, affected by an ex, like, are you over her or is that like truly in the past or have you just not thought about it for a little while? Like, I don't know. I have, I have a lot of questions about a lot of different possibilities of what's going on here. It'd be really cool if we had a follow-up story to see what happens as a result, but right. you know, it, it's the type of situation where like, I don't, I don't want the pessimist in me to speak, but just right. looking at the way that the cards have been dealt here, I don't know how solid that marriage is even would like, let's say that never would have happened with the, with the, uh, the brother and he never said anything and the marriage went like, at least the, the reception went well. Like yeah, a marriage is not a reception. Like a reception yeah. is, is the, like the beginning of a marriage, but like homie, like that's like in, in the context, like let's say biblically speaking, that's the rest of your life. Hopefully, you know what I mean? Like it, and it's so like if you have the rest of your life in the with this crazy toxic ex kind of looming over you and you're so willing to go 
and talk with her no like no matter the situation that that doesn't that's not a good feeling for me personally that's a big no. red flag no it, it there's so much wrong with this story that i'm almost like not even sure who i would blame more in this like i just i would recommend hey man probably shouldn't be married first of all you know like agreed probably shouldn't be married and then two you know keep your mouth shut the next time to the brother um yeah yeah so yeah. that's kind of that's that situation if you guys have any thoughts uh again feel free hit us up on instagram send us a dm we'll probably have something up on our story later um kind of asking your thoughts about this situation and what you would do or recommend doing uh, give us your takes. Uh, we'd love to hear from you because it's always fun seeing what our audience thinks, because as we figured out in our polls and questions we've asked in the past, there's been a lot of good responses and, and we'd love to, uh, we'd love to keep it up on that. So, um, and, and so that, that kind of is an interesting transition, um, into what we were going to talk about today. Today, I want to talk a little bit about, um, just some honest stuff. I know on the show, we it's a lot of, uh, we try to keep it positive. We try to keep things very upbeat. We try to keep, we try to recommend like actions that we can take. Uh, we try to encourage people to break out of their comfort zone, which are all things that we care about and we will continue to care about. Um, but that being said, I think there's an, also a time where I think we need to be honest with ourselves and just get some weight off of off of our chest about just some struggles that we've been having. And so I thought that this would be a good time for Coach Crush and I to actually get real with you about some of the things that we struggle with um, within dating and navigating relationships and just everything to do with that. Because I think that as I've said before, it's really easy to sit here and give advice to people it's a lot harder to actually look at your own life mm -hmm. and take your own advice. So, right. Um, and, and honestly, yeah. I, I think there is a lot of value in like, cause here's the thing at the end of the day, everyone here is human. And I know we, we all talk about that, but it's like, if we give advice and we're not honest with ourselves, then how, like one, how are we supposed to give advice to other people or, you know, do something along that line? Or I mean, like, Sorry, I, I lost my train of thought there. Um, how are we supposed to give advice to other people in that situation? And on the same side of that coin, I think some of the stuff that we are going to be talking about tonight will hopefully resonate with you guys um, and kind of see how we're beginning to navigate it ourselves. So without yeah. further ado, though. So, Coach, um, what's what's been on your mind? What's been on your heart? Talk to me about your 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 thoughts that you've been having lately the struggles and challenges that you're trying to navigate just just get real with us dude absolutely so um you know i was on the phone with actually with ben earlier here and, and um a close friend that might be making a return on the show soon <laughs> more, more about that yeah yeah exactly more about that but we, we were all chatting and um you know, we were having a little bit of a heart to heart and kind of the reason we, you know, wanted to record this episode in the first place. And, you know, one thing I was really kind of getting into was, I think, an area that I personally struggle with um, is just it, it's a sense of pride in some ways, but it's not the kind of pride where it's like, 
oh, I'm better than you, or I'm going to, like, like, it's not like any kind of pride where it's, you know, it, I'm trying to find out or figure out how to word this, but um, it, it's more of like a performance-based pride. It's like a, almost like a self-obsession-based pride where it's like, I'm just going to, like, I'm going to try my best to, you know, perform, to get to know this person, to, you know, a- like, ask the right questions, be the most engaged, be the funniest, whatever it might be. Um, but it's like, it, it's this kind of mindset where that's exactly what it is, where I'm saying, I, like, I want to do this. It's kind of like, even though I make it about them in my heart, it kind of turns back to being about me. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the kind of pride I'm talking about. I, I think pride is a very, um, <sighs> it's a very like creepy underbelly type of problem and kind of sin because it's like, there's, there's the obvious kind where you're like, Oh, that person's prideful, but it's like there, it can affect you in so many ways um, beyond just like the stereotypical, what you think pride is. Um, And it's, and dude, it's, it's, it's been affecting me, man. Like I've really been feeling like lately, you know, and, and not just in, in any romantic pursuits, but also like in in just like general friend relationships or just my day to day life. It it really is just challenging and it's really difficult to navigate sometimes because it's almost like I'm kind of living in my own world sometimes where I'm just plugging and chugging away on what I could be doing to be better, what I could do this, that, whatever, how to make others like me more. Um, I mean, any of that stuff and, and it's, it's exhausting. I mean, it, it, it takes all the fun out of really anything. Cause it's like, like it, it, it's, it's, it's just like you, you go and start a conversation or you're, you're interacting with someone and you immediately just start thinking like, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? Right. And it, oh, it, it, it just, it tears me apart sometimes. And I've been really working on trying to kind of get through that but it's like how can i expect myself to like you know once i get into a relationship to lead someone well when i'm really only just focused on myself like i think there's a healthy amount of you know self like building up yourself and and caring for yourself like don't just ignore what you need to do but there's a balance you know there's a balance between just like, like, it's like, there's a difference between like, Hey, I should go to the gym and be healthy. And I should, um, like, I should, you know, wake up early to start good habits and just like everything being about you in a way, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. So I, that's, I yeah, that's, exactly. kind of, that's kind of the general, I mean, that that's the thoughts right now, but go ahead. I, I don't know. My, like, ha- have you ever been in a situation where it's like initially you kind of you create a game plan, you have a goal, everything's fun when you first start chasing the goal and then mm. you get closer to the end and you start realizing like, oh, wait, like, am I really ready for this? Am I really like... Mm so what do I do now? You know, right. cause you're so concerned about the first part of it. That that's kind of what I'm really, um, if I can be, be honest and open with you guys, it's, 
I think I'm really struggling with kind of the idea of navigating a relationship or dating, uh, not in the phase of getting to know people, but when it comes time to like actually make a decision, is this <laughs> someone who I really want to pursue like further or is this going to stop now? And mm -hmm. what I mean by that is like, you know, I've never been somebody who lacks, I'm an extrovert, you know, I don't, I'm not like fearful of approaching people. I don't, I don't have issues with getting to know people, you know, I can make friends pretty easily most of the time, but I kind of run into a situation, I would say not often, but I've, I've had it happen enough times to where I know that it's a real issue. Um, it'll kind of go like this. It's like, I will get to know somebody and we'll be hanging out and things will be fun. And it's, it's all like fun for a while because it's like, yeah, like let's go out, let's meet people, let's get to know them, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But then there comes time to where it's like, let's say there is a vibe with somebody. Let's say you really do hit it off with someone and you get along well and you get to a point where it's like, man, like I could see potential with this person. Like I could see a relationship potentially working out, but you start finding like you, you either like, and sometimes it's not even like in the wrong, but sometimes you start nitpicking like flaws that you see both like with yourself and with the other person, or you kind of talk yourself out of it or like, Oh, well, you know, I don't like this about them. And I, you know, like maybe not this. And then you start kind of trying to like backtrack. You you start kind of trying to almost undo all of the progress you had made with that person. Mm -hmm. Because you're like, oh, well, I don't want to get into a relationship that I, that isn't good. So I'm just going to distance myself. And then you just kind of repeat the cycle of, hey, you distance yourself, you meet someone else, you get kind of close, you get to the point where maybe there could be a relationship, but then in the last minute, you're like, oh, maybe yes, maybe no. And then you just come off like you don't know, you, you can't make a final decision. And that's me right now. Um, mm. And, and, and what, do you, what do you think is kind of the cause of that? Like, like, cause like that, it seems like that's a symptom. It's not necessarily the root. Yeah. I think it's two things. I think one, if you're somebody who's like been, has dealt with like, I, I think there's a couple of factors at play. I think one is there's a genuine fear that I'm making the wrong decision. Mm -hmm. And I think that that stems from the past where I really have made poor decisions with the people who I've entered in relationships with. Mm -hmm. So I think there, it's not always a bad thing. Like it's not necessarily always like, Oh, you should just always follow your heart. I think that's the worst advice ever. Um, but I also think like there is, a if you follow your line. heart, you turn into, you turn yeah. into the guy from the story, man. Yeah, exactly. And trust me, like if I, if I followed my heart, I would be doing all sorts of things that I shouldn't be doing. So I, yeah, I, I don't think that's the answer ever, but I think, so to answer your question, part one is I think there's a genuine fear of making the wrong decision. Mm -hmm. um, part two, I think that, you know, there is to a certain degree the idea that like i don't know if i'm ready like i i don't trust myself enough 
to make the right decision, which mm-hmm. kind of fits in with the first point, but it's like, it's slightly different. It's like, you know, do I, can I really genuinely trust my own ability to accurately judge a situation? Mm-hmm. Yes or no. Yet again, this is an area where I feel like has been a weak point for me in the past. Can I accurately judge where I'm at? Can I accurately judge where the other person's at? Um, And then three, the last one, I I would say the last factor that kind of goes into it is um, I think there's just, there's a big fear of expectation. And by expectation, I mean, you know, for me, I feel like, I don't want to enter in an exclusive relationship unless I know that I'm going to be able to hold up my end of the bargain. And to be honest with you, there are times when if I feel like I'm not able to realistically do that, I get very hesitant. Right. And I think that that contributes as well because I don't want to hurt people. Like that's the thing is like, I don't, I don't consider myself a player because I really don't want anything from people. It's just like, I tend to, I I tend to think about these things when, when the time comes. Mm -hmm. No, dude, I I think, I mean, I appreciate the honesty, man, about that. Cause um, just getting, I mean, just getting to know you over this time, um, you know, I, I I think I have seen a lot of growth in that area, but it's interesting to see how I think, whenever I do hear about like a new person or prospect and if it doesn't work out, it might just reinforce that idea of like, 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 is there something wrong with me? Cause right. like, cause it's like, I, you know, there's times I have talked with you just about like, you know, like, Oh, like, like what the new move is, what's going on, like how you're planning on growing. And it's like, it's the type of situation where I don't want to say it's like one step forward, one step back but it's like if if something doesn't work out it just makes you less sure of yourself in the beginning exactly and then like i i think that's a really accurate take and not only that but it's like i think i've also had an issue in the past with like underestimating either underestimating the difficulty of like of working through differences or Mm. overestimating them so like what that's led to is like Sometimes I feel like I have a hard time figuring out, okay, what are, who is worth fighting for and who is not and what is worth fighting for versus what is best to just walk away from? Mm -hmm. Like, what's the level of difference you can have with someone that, you know, you can work through and like be like, Hey, you know, I think we can get to the same page here realistically versus what is the level that's like, Hey, you know what? I really don't want any part in this. Like, I think you're a great person, but I don't, I don't think this is something we can work through. Yeah. And that's been a challenge for me, you know, recognize the difference there. Ultimately, I think to answer that question is that they're really I mean, I hate to say it, but there isn't necessarily an answer to it. You, it has to be up to you. Um, you know, in, in those situations, it, it's up to you to determine whether or not it's worth it. And and like, I know that's like the difficult part. <laughs> and like, that's exactly right. what you're kind of 
you're struggling with but it's like i don't think any like it'd be nice if someone just had an answer it'd be nice if someone could just tell us like this is worth fighting for um but it's like i don't want to just say rely on the gut feeling but it's like because like the gut can be very deceiving but at the same time it's like if it's not sitting with you right then it's not sitting with you right you know and it's like and, and there is something to that yeah, it's just like if 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 nothing ever sits to you, right? <laughs> like, well, maybe you could make the argument, maybe none of the situations you've been in have been the right situations, which is possible. It is possible that you know that okay, yeah, maybe maybe there is something to that, but also it's like how much of it is real, genuine? Like, hey, I don't feel this doesn't sit right with me. Versus how much of it is fear about, okay, I just don't want to have to deal with this. And that's kind of what I think is a growth. It's a challenging period of growth for me. And it's like, I can sit here and give all the great advice that I, that I can, but it's like me, myself, a lot of times I feel like I'm not necessarily reaping the rewards of, of advice. I'm, you know, I have my own struggle, you know, behind the walls of this podcast, behind mm-hmm. everything that's going on. It's it's really it's really been tough. And so mm-hmm. I just yeah, just throwing that out there to anybody who's listening and like and, and can empathize with that. Um, or even if you can't and you have a different struggle. I mean, hey, I think step one is acknowledging that what it is and recognizing that this is a a pattern or a problem and, Mm -hmm. you know, praying and and ultimately like letting go. And and that's what I'm trying to do. I just got to let go. Yeah. But I think, um, I think it's, it's a good idea to, um, like, like we talk about letting go. Right. But it's like, how, how do you let go? You know, it's like, there's, there's good, like, it's like, I think we kind of intrinsically, know what we need to do but it's sometimes it's just we need a push to get there and and i think it's like one thing i really will vouch for is just like i mean having a great group of friends that will back you up in your struggles because like one thing i because like going back to what i was talking about um i was talking all about just like the kind of me centrism and like that whole problem with like just being in my own head too much and just everything relating to that um when you're in that headspace i mean regardless if you struggle with pride or not when you are just overly obsessing and thinking about what you're doing wrong i think that is some kind of form of pride um and in one way i think that's a smart way to navigate that is to just get it off your chest to someone like don't hold on to it find a trusted person just say like hey here's what i'm struggling with like and whether or not you want them to help you navigate it or if you want them to just hear you out, I think just getting it out there in the open and exposing what it is you're struggling with is the first step to healing and letting it go. It's admitting you have a problem. I, I think like something that my mom told me, um, my mom told me something that I think really, really hit me. Um, she, she, she said, Ben, you know, it's amazing when you when you take your focus off of yourself and you start focusing on others, like how things start making more sense. Mm-hmm. And so 
I think one one thing that you you touched right on it is when you kind of have that sort of like deep self pride of like overthinking and evaluating too much and thinking about yourself too much. Mm-hmm. It's like, how can we get out of our own heads and get out into the community and serve and focus on others? Mm-hmm. And so that's been a point of emphasis that like, I'm, I'm really w- trying to work on through this time is, Hey, I, I really like, I recognize that there are these issues that I'm having, but rather than continuing to just dwell and dwell and dwell on it, I'm going to go out and I'm going to try and serve in the community use Mm -hmm. some of my gifts, not looking at myself, but looking towards others um, and hopefully looking towards sharing the love of Christ. Right. We have, it's just like, it is, it is a challenge. It's easier said than done. But I think for me, just getting this off my chest and being able to talk with you about it is, um, is very cathartic for me because so much of this show, you have to put on a, happy face and a confident face like you have this whole thing figured out well Mm -hmm. obviously we don't you know and i don't um and so i appreciate the the moment of vulnerability there no absolutely i i think just and just to go back to kind of what you're saying a little bit like pointing back to christ um like it's it's funny because christ points to us and and he he let he tells us like he he affirms us and he gives us everything we need in and of itself. Like we don't have to overthink. We don't have to be in a mindset that we're not enough, that we're inferior, that it's all about like, it's all about me in the sense of just like how I can improve. Cause it's like that, like at the end of the day, the, the insecurities are, are ultimately just lies being spoken to you. True. Um, and it's like one, and once we are firm, in our identity with, you know, with Christ, I think it, it really is a lot easier to be able to focus on just others because there's not much to worry about with yourself. Like you're good. And that's easier said than done. Like, like I say that, but it's something I still actively struggle with. And there's seasons where I struggle with it way more than, than other seasons. Like sometimes I'm doing great with it. Other times I'm just, it's a bad moment. You know, but it's just being mindful of like, hey, here's an area I do struggle with, but I'm not going to let it define me because I, I know who defines me. And that's Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen to that. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think that's that's so true. And it's it's just so easy to lose sight of that. I feel like in the day to day that it's it's something we constantly have to remind ourselves of as believers that you know are we going to be defined by our own failures or what we perceive to be our own failures are we going to be defined by who we were created to be and when we when we talk about that on the show we always we we talk about it hey be bold be who you were created to be but also recognize that the lies that we tell to ourselves and the insecurities we have pale in comparison to who Jesus says we are and who we were made to be. And so mm-hmm. that's been something that's been a reminder to me and, and just an encouragement that even in the times where I don't see a way through or I don't see a way out of something that the Lord, the Lord will make a way and, and God ultimately designed us and knows our, our flaws better than we do. Um, but he also knows what, 
what he's made us best at. So mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I just wanted to take this chance and, and challenge anybody in the audience who's going through something or knows or feeling down or feeling like insecure about something that it's okay. Um, you know, this is something that's really hard and we're, we want to be here for you in any way that we can. And so if you have anything you want to get off your chest, hit our DM, hit up a friend. Honestly, we would love to hear from you mm-hmm. um, because we can relate like we really can. We're at the end of the day, like we're uh, we're normal guys, too. Like we we struggle with the same things. We have the I mean, we have the, a lot of the same problems. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, here we are. Just yeah. as I'd say, maybe as like a parting note, one thing I, I heard that was preached just the other day. And, and I feel like it, it was just, it really resonated with me. Um, it was talking about kind of spiritual dryness and, you know, being in seasons where you're just not really in it. And it, it was, I think the, the, the pastor was comparing it to like a foundation. So when you first build that foundation to a house, it's like, there's not going to be any cracks. It's going to be good. Um, but you give it enough time and you don't tend to it. like cracks will form and it'll like like the lines will start to pop up and shift and and you're no longer on a firm foundation and when you're spiritually dry and you're not actively attending to it you you might start to default back to things that you you struggled with in the past that you hadn't struggled with in a while but it just comes back out of nowhere because i know that's kind of what my situation's been in some ways so it's just i would encourage you guys just to like if you are struggling with anything and if there are areas where it's like you think things are almost regressing, look back at, look back at the faith and, and see kind of how your walk is going. I mean, like, I feel like that's kind of like a catch 20, like it's, it's like a catch all, but you know, I, I, I feel like it, it's easy to overlook that sometimes. Yeah, no, it's, it's so easy to overlook, but at the end of the day, a reminder is too. um, to all of our, our guys and girls out there listening, it's church boy summer. It's church girl summer. Absolutely. It's uh, not just a season. It's a way of life. And, uh, you know, when you get down and out, think about, you know, what we always preach, be bold, be you, go in power. So, I mean. Yes, sir. We got to remember that. But at the same time, you know, even a church boy's got to sit back and reflect a little bit on <laughs> some of the you know, it's not all, it's not all go. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta really be honest. So. But that's, that's what makes a church boy a church boy. You gotta have yeah. honesty on top of the boldness. You gotta just, you know, it's like, you gotta, you gotta recognize when, Hey, maybe it is a little bit better time to lay low, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think, I think that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, just to be honest and uh, just, just thinking about where I'm at and where I need to grow. And I have confidence that with the Lord's help, I, I can get there. Amen um, to that. But we, we just want to say thank you. And uh, we, we've, we we're keeping these episodes fairly brief. We have a good 45 minutes of content for you tonight, but um, we'll have another episode coming next Wednesday night. And just want to say thank you for tonight. Thanks for listening. Thank you all. Stay tuned for the next fun story we got to. It'll be good. Hey, yeah, let's go. All right. right. Talk to you later, guys. See you. Peace.